podcasting from inside the stash. I'm Jenny. I'm Nicole. And this is Stash and Burn. Hello. Hello, Jenny. How are you? <laughs> I have uh, a little bit of a cold, so I've got some uh, Demi Moore voice going on. <laughs> You sound like you might be going onto the other side, though, of it, of the cold, not uh, the other other yeah, side. Yeah, I talked to Nicole last night on the phone, and I was like croaking like oh a my gosh, frog. <laughs> it was sad. But uh, so yes, this is definitely an improvement, um, and we're back after I think a number of illnesses and holidays. So we yes. we really had a break there. Um, I think I had mentioned on the last podcast that I had taken on some added responsibilities at work that have just really kept me busy. And then I got super sick over the Thanksgiving break. And then Jenny's whole family, literally your whole family, not even your nuclear family, but your extended family all got stick together. God, so. it was like it was like a cruise ship. It was horrible. <laughs> Everyone was just, it was this... Yeah, this virus that had like a ninety percent infection rate oh was pretty gosh. bad. Um, so anyway, we are here and we are ready to regale you with tales of knitting, past <laughs> and future. Um, but I thought we might just start with the wrap up. You, the big thing that was happening uh, for Stash and, on Stash and Burn and among our listeners this year was the Hat Cal, and. Right. Um, Jenny was not a big participant until the end where you, like, came through, like, <laughs> gangbusters. So I need to talk a little bit about that. Oh, uh, well, I it all sprang from the my decision to knit um, hats for people for Christmas. Um, and so I just kind of went nuts and busted out seven hats. <laughs> uh, yeah. So who were they for? They were for your – you have – Five, four nieces? I have four nieces, and okay. then I knit a hat for the nanny. Okay. And then I had one hat that just wasn't going to work out for a niece because it was too huge. Uh-huh. Um, Is that the Riki hat? Yeah, yeah. So that was number seven. And then one for Matilda. Oh, right. And then she saw me knitting all these hats for other people, and she's like, I want a hat. And I was like, <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, yeah. But I gave it to her, and she immediately put it on, so oh, it was gratifying. That is a success. <laughs> um, and I knit, so, you know, the goal was to knit 15 hats in 2015, and I, in this calendar year, knit 17 hats. Um, so I did it. I participated in a, in a cal, in a, a knit-along, and completed it. I think this might be the first time I've really legitimately, like, was able to do that. So that's the successful part of the cow. The unsuccessful part was that towards the end of the year with mounting responsibilities, I sort of petered off, petered out in my leadership of the group. Um, I just wasn't able to get uh, featured designers and it was hard for me to get, reach out to people and communicate. I actually had communicated with, or tried to communicate with somebody for December and I never heard back from her. Um, and so I never really followed up on getting a designer for December, but everybody seems to feel okay about that. I have not. Well, been... <laughs> it was a little tough just because I think in December people had their own sales and, right. you know, things going on. So I think that it, it was, you know, it was all for the best, I think. So, um, 
But, you know, I still think it it was, like I said, 17 hats. I Looking at what I knit this year, I knit, it says I have 27 projects last year, or this year. Well, when people are hearing this, it will be last year. But I think, I, I think it's... How are you 20. looking at this? So if what I did at the beginning of the year, someone told me if you tag all of your projects with a certain tag, so I tagged everything I knit this year with 2015, and then you can create a tab um, up there in your project pages that um, aggregates all of your projects that have the same tag. So um, I have all my 2015 patterns aggregated. And then the awesome part is that if you've put in the yardage and said that the object is completed, it tells you at the bottom how many yards are in those projects. Wow, that is cool. Yes. So I knit in, uh, you know, in addition to those 27 hats, a number of other things, but really only one big project which was my brother's sweater which I knit right out the gate at the beginning of last year the end of 2014 and in the beginning of 2015 so um so I did a lot of low yardage projects this year so my yardage knit is just over 6,000 yards which is a lower year for me um and then but I guess the good news from that is that my yardage in this year was probably less than 3,000. So I was keeping a two-to-one ratio. I think my goal has always been trying to, like, a three yards out for one yard in. But um, I'll take – I'll accept two-to-one as an acceptable acceptable ratio. Yeah, that's great. I kind of have been on this yarn-buying spree that hasn't stopped for a couple months. I Yeah, um, I, I've had a little bit of yarn-buying, but I, I somehow kept it relatively reasonable. What 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 did you get as the well, year came to a close? On our way to Christmas, uh, oh. we stopped by Alana Dacos' store. Oh, oh right. In, um, and where, where is that? It is in a town near Cambria called, uh, is it Atascadero or... Something like mm-hmm. that, but it was very cute. Area. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very cute. She has um, Quince and Company Yoth yarns and Spin Cycle yarns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see all those Yoth yarns in person and Quince yarns. Um, yeah, so that was fun. What did you get? I got a skein of Father mm-hmm. um, in this, which is like a Rambouillet. Uh, like worsted weight um, in a dark gray. And then I think I got a skein of Quince & Company Puffin or Osprey. One of those bulkier yarns bulkier in like a, a hot pink. And then I got you a, a skein of Big Sister because ah! I couldn't resist. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yarn name for me. Exactly. Um, yeah, I. So I think the last time we recorded, I talked about the two skeins of sock yarn I got. And then I got two more skeins of sock yarn um, or fingering weight yarn, I'll say, um, at the for Cyber Monday. Um, CJ Knit had a sale and she had this colorway that just the concept of it cracked me up. It was called Red Cup Controversy. Uh-huh. And it is a play on the controversy over the Starbucks holiday cup, which was not Christmassy enough for some people, even though it's red and white and green, which I feel like 
is Christmassy, but uh, because there were no like Christmas motifs on it, it uh, they got a lot of flack for that. And I um, I just thought it was funny. So it's a it's a, it's not it's a variegated yarn, not a striping yarn that has a kind of an ombre red. So it goes to the lighter red, just like the cup, and then it has green and white in it to replicate like the logo, the Starbucks logo that pop up. I haven't knit with it, but it's my plan to make Christmas socks for next year out of that um just because i thought it was funny and then she had another yarn called let's blow this popsicle stand which is something i say so i loved that and it's like crazy bright colors and uh, fingering weight yarn and it was a 500 yard skein so i figured i could get a big shawl scarfy craziness out of it with in wild colors so um so that was sort of my those two, the other two skeins of sock yarn, I bought a skein. It was a lot of so- uh, fingering weight yarn. Uh, I bought the um, Holy Festival Mad Tosh in a sock weight yarn that I immediately knit up into a star shower, and then the Jill Draper yarn. And that's all the yarn I bought this year. I feel like... Oh, for the whole year? The whole year! Holy crap. Yeah, I, I also went nuts on the uh, Tannis Fiber Arts Boxing Day sale. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I really... Should have been saving for stitches, and I just <laughs> nuts. Um, but her colorways are really pretty, So, and I've never knit with her yarn, so I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, well, right now I'm, I'm thinking about a little bit more yarn purchasing. I um, Coming up um, in the group is Vestuary, um, the annual celebration of the vest, and I believe <laughs> Vestuary is now a January-February, not exclusively confined to February. Um, and I was looking at a pattern in um, the Yarniad, again, um, Hillary uh, Smith Callis's uh, store on Ravelry. And John walked by and he goes, that vest is so your sister-in-law. And I was like, oh, you're right. And her birthday's in early March. Um, so I think I might knit that for her, but I would need to buy yarn. The only yarn in my stash that I have the um, – I actually don't have very many big, uh, large amounts of yarn in my, like, sweater quantities of yarn. Um, maybe really any. Um, I have like a large quantities of lace weight yarn, but um, nothing like a nice DK sweaters worth. So uh, there is a vest the in the um, Hillary Smith Callis um, repertoire called Miley, and it's very simple ribbing on the collar and on for the button band, and it has a snap closure. I've seen some people do a zip closure and pockets. And Very cute. It's just really cute. And she's having a sale um, that ends in about an hour and a half. So I have to buy that pattern. But I would have to I would have to get the yarn for it. It, re- it requires like a worsted weight, like a heavy worsted weight yarn. So I, I don't have anything like that. So I'm, I'm going to go check out a new yarn shop, a kind of new yarn shop over here in the East Bay called um, Avenue Yarns. Mm-hmm. It's on Solano Avenue and it used to be called Knit to Tog and I went there once when it was that store. It was a great store. It's sort of this rabbit warrenty store. The space has there's like one, two, kind of like four separate rooms that you go in and out of. Um and that woman sold the business shortly after I had visited the one time, and it was purchased by a woman named Karen King, who used to work at Verb. And a friend of my friend Rebecca 
um, has been there and she says it's a great store and so Monday I still am not back at work so I'm going to pay them a visit and see if they have something that would work for the Miley vest so I can participate in vestuary um, and um, maybe get something uh, knit on time for somebody's birthday. <laughs> I did it last year. I got my brother's sweater knit on time so let's see if I can continue an on time present delivery. You can do it. Yeah. So is there anything that you knit this year that is sort of a, a favorite, something that stands out that you knit that you really love? Um, well, I liked that star shower pattern so much. I knit it twice. That's true. Um, right? Kind of in a row, right? You knit yeah, it and then knit it again. Yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to, now that I have the hang of the pattern, just going to keep going. Um, I really like that Coburn pullover I made designed by Bristol Ivy. Mm -hmm. Um, I wear it a lot and, uh, it's very flattering. It's fun knit. I liked knitting Chris, the Elfie t-shirt. Um, and of the hats that I just made, I really enjoyed knitting all of them. I think that, um, a lot of those featured designers that we picked that have great patterns, like, Mm -hmm. um, I knit Trickster, I knit Black Tea, I knit Narwhal. I knit Queenie, and uh, all of them were really fun to go. And those were all featured designers, right? That was like yeah. Alicia Plummer, um, um, Melissa Shashwari, Shosh- um, Thea, Thea Coleman, Coleman Woolly Wormhead. Trickster was... Um, oh, it was um, Elizabeth Elizabeth Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. yeah. Wow, so, nice. Yeah, I feel like those all turned out great, and um, they were fun patterns. I finally used this super old Koigu in my stash to make mm-hmm. black tea. I just mm-hmm. held it doubled. Sock yarn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For black tea, and it looks really nice. nice. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I I would say one thing that I discovered this last year, or really appreciated this last year, was I knit three projects in Lion Brand Amazing, which is um, a Kurion-esque, like, subtly you know the the striping and the the colors lead into one another um and but it's a like 4753 split wool acrylic mm-hmm. um and i you know we tend to use more expensive boutique yarns so to use a yarn that msrp is around somewhere in the like five dollar five to six dollar range um isn't typical but it's such a bargain a it's a great yarn it looks awesome it's great for gifts because you can give it to anybody and really not worry that it's going to get destroyed in the wash like it might get destroyed but it's not going to get destroyed in the wash the yardage is fantastic it's 147 yards so you can make all sorts of different projects with just one skein and so this year i made two hats i made um citric which is um an alexis um i'm sorry alex tinsley um pattern and the fourth pattern from her sweet tooth collection so i now knit all four of those hats and so i knit that and i gave it to my mother-in-law for christmas and she loved it and it looked great on her um and i knit a hat that i gave to lois which is not showing up here is it the marina Uh, yeah the marina hat which um is a 
wooly warm head pattern. So I knit that last January. And then I knit a second pair of Dolce mitts, which are these sort of gauntlet style, the elbow length, fingerless gloves. I knit a set, I believe, last year and gave them as a gift and then just now knit um, a second pair. And um, it, they look great. And then what was even better is I did this massive blocking party um, uh, right before we went um, to Monterey for the weekend, I washed everything and laid it out so that it could block while we were gone. And the Lime Brand Amazing, after it blocks, is it's really soft but sturdy. So I'm all for it. Um, I don't know. I think maybe Joann's carries it. That, that's the only really big box store that we have uh, locally to check out. But I got this out of somebody's Ravelry D-Stash. And I think once I've knit up, the la- I have two more skeins. And once I've knit those two up, I'll probably acquire some more because I think it's a good yarn to have in your arsenal for gift knitting. So that was a big discovery this year. Um, and then the other thing, I knit another clincher scarf which is um an ash kerns pattern and it is a like flag pendant shaped scarf so it starts small and then you increase uh, one stitch every I don't know, four rows or something. So again, clincher pennant shaped uh, scarf that has these loops on the end so that you can run the tail through the loops and I was knitting this I knit this out of Pigeon Roof Studios one of her siren I think the sport weight siren yarn, so it has cashmere in it. Um, and then I used for the loops uh, some Cascade 220 sport weight that I had that um, ended up being a great match, actually. And I thought I was knitting this as a gift, but surprise, I'm totally keeping this. I, put it, on, I put it on this morning and I was like, oh, I love the way it looks. You kind of, you actually kind of make it into a cowl. It's like a way to, again, like adapt the scarf into a cowl. And then... Um, it just yeah it's very clever i highly endorse it again this is the second time i've knit it. i believe the pattern calls for fingering weight but it's easy to adapt i think the fingering weight version goes up to a lot more stitches than what i had to do i think with the sport weight um i increased up to 72 stitches and um i did change something in the end she has to do a three needle bind off which I kept getting my I-cord, the, the loops are made with I-cord, and I was kept getting them twisted, and so I ended up just doing a Kitchener stitch, and it was totally fine. I, Yeah, now that I'm proficient at Kitchener, I don't feel the need to do three-needle bind-off. So. Looks great. Thank you. So that is, uh, that was sort of how I ended my year. I finished that last night, and... Um, that pushed me over 6,000 yards. I feel pretty solid. I, like the number of projects I did was a lot, but it was a lot of low yardage projects. Um, but still, and I did so much sewing this year that right. um, I think that that kind of accounts. And now that I'm really back into knitting, I'm like, oh, that's right. There's knitting. What else can I do? <laughs> so um, I think this is just the, the cycle of it um, right uh um looking at into the future um really in the last few days of 2015 um along with some group members come we came up with a cal for um 2016 which i'm calling the kiss cal keep it small cal so um, the idea behind this ca- uh, this knit along is that each month I'll pick a category of patterns 
and then feature in a bundle, um, you know, like somewhere between eight and ten patterns that um, that I like that were in my favorites or Jenny's favorites. Or um, actually, I've opened it up. If people want to curate a month, I'd be happy to hand the reins over, especially, I think, um, at the end of my school year, the beginning of my school year, I have a, a harder time staying on top of those things. So I'll be looking for people in May and maybe in August, September, October um, to help curate uh, bundles. But um, the idea is that there's some suggestions. There's a category of pattern that we're all going to try to work on that month. And we want them to be small projects that either you want to gift. Um, it's a great way to keep on top of your gift stash um, or just have a small project going, which I always find really gratifying to have something that I can knit and get finished in a short amount of time. So um, there right now is no explicit promise of prizes, but I am, I think, to keep up with my sewing, thinking that I will make some project bags. And I've got uh, at least four volunteers who have also offered to make project bags. So if you're listening to this and you want to offer a project bag as a prize, please contact me via Ravelry. What I'll just have you do is make the project bag and then send it directly to the winner. So hopefully that will work out. Like I said, it was harder as this year went on, but um, people have already volunteered to help out. So um, hopefully we can stay on top of at least one small prize per month. We figured project bags were good because uh, they don't add to your stash of patterns or your stash of, uh, of yarn. Um, and also, you know, underlying all of this is if you don't like the patterns or the category that, um, that has been chosen for that month, of course you can knit whatever you want and still participate. Um, we are not sticklers for rules. We just want everybody to feel like they have a place to sort of chat about their knitting. Um, and also, if you don't like the patterns, but you want to knit. So, for instance, January is for sock knitting. If you want to knit a pair of socks that aren't the patterns that I suggested, just go for it. There are over 11,000 free sock patterns on Ravelry. I'm sure we all have other sock patterns in our in our library that we want to knit. So, um get started on knitting socks. I chose socks for a selfish reason. I want to finish a pair of socks for John that I started two years ago. So I'm hoping <laughs> to have those done by Valentine's Day. And um, I actually would like to make Adrian a pair of socks for his birthday, which is in early March. And um, my mom has always been hinting for socks. And if I can get them started now, then I might have something done by Mother's Day. So that's uh, that is my thinking around that. Um, so very ambitious. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to finish all three of those. I figure if I can finish the one sock for John, <clears throat> because I have one sock knit, that would be great. If I could start a pair of socks for my mom and or for Adrian, just have them on the needles, that would also be great. I uh, even ordered some uh, some new Haya Hayas for um, for uh, Magic Loop knitting. Um, Miss Babs um, eBay store where she sells Haya Haya was having a small sale, uh, 10% off. So I'm ordering some needles from her. I'm pretty excited. Yay. So that is for next year. Hopefully I explained that well. There is already a thread for uh, the Kiss Cal and a bundle that says January is for socks. And, uh, you know, alongside that is also vestuary. So, um, I think socks and then a small project along with a vest is a great kind of twofer thing to have going on in your in your knitting world. So, have you thought about vestuary, Jenny? I know you uh, you always I, like the idea of it. I was thinking about that Thea Coleman vest kind of tank. 
Oh, right. The champagne. Right. You had said that um, when those patterns, when she was our feature designer. Yeah. So I like that vest. Um, and it seems like I also, I, I also bought the, the gala pattern. It's uh, by the same designer who made, um, designed Hitofude. Mm-hmm. But it's um, like a cabled vest, and there are a couple of different ways you can wear it, and you can make it tunic length or like hip length, and I thought that was a very cute pattern as well. Um, or I have a couple, I have a bunch of like pairings of like fingering weight yarn, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of looking also at the Evening Calm vest by Quenna Lee. Mm-hmm. Quenna Lee, who I think may have sewn the wallet John bought me for Christmas. Right. Um, but it's a very cute cable-y lace pattern. It's a vest. So I don't know. I might go for that too. And then I have two pairs of socks that I have to finish. I have your socks. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Yeah. I, forget, I keep forgetting about those. And uh, I, I cast on some plain stripey socks out of some turtle turtle pearl self-striping that are really going. It's kind of fun to knit those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the self-striping. I think the, the ones I might knit for my mom are either just some plain self-striping or a pattern that's in the bundle called Squirkle that has a very unique heel construction where you kind of, the heel construction just sort of, becomes this the heel flap becomes this stripe along the back i don't i have no idea how it's knit i have to i haven't even looked at the pattern i just like the way it looks it kind of like turns your stripes for a while i don't know it's cool looking uh, i'm doing a great job at visually (laughs) explaining this it kind of um instead of doing a heel flap or like a short row heel it just kind of creates like this these like I don't even know how it's constructed. I know, right? Yeah. So I'm always. But anyway, you're supposed to that. use like small amounts of leftovers to create these stripes. Don't you think I could just use a self-striping yarn? I think that the stripes would change in width as you go. But I, I don't think care that about that. Would that. be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not concerned about that. It's very cool. Um. Yeah i I like that idea of width. I mean, I would just try it out. Um, but I think it's toe up, top, oh, top, cuff down. So it's cuff down. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see how it works. Designed by General Hog Buffer. Yes. Plus the name <laughs> of the designer is awesome. Um, um, we want to talk about a few patterns that we that have been shared with us by designers. Um, the first is a really freaking adorable cardigan called the Saffron Cardigan. And it is um, a Norwegian raglan sleeve pattern that has like a snowflake pattern. Would you call that? A... It's either snowflakes or flowers. Yeah, I'm going to say snowflakes and because it was sort of holiday release and is uh, this red and white and it says unisex on it. And so I feel like it's because of that. It's 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 more holiday than anything else. Anyway, it's so uh, adorable. 
Um, it currently is only in sizes new newborn to two years, but the designer who is a uh, Nicolina Linston or Docsjo Design, who um, we featured here before, and she she's working on bigger sizes. So um, I think that 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 if you have a small child in your life that this would be a great pattern and we actually have um we have at least one copy of this pattern to give away and so i'll just start a thread and close it sometime i'll, I'll decide on a day to close it mid-month um and just if you're interested um just post there um post maybe about another kid's pattern that you really like and then uh, we can all sort of share in that um gathering of information and then i'll choose a winner from that thread uh sometime in january i think if you want to try a small project that you practice steaking um this is knit in one piece and then steaked open so it's not like a huge pattern to feel intimidated about cutting your knitting right it's, it's really basically like knitting a tall hat with arms on it right. and then cutting it open. So it's not, um, it's not like a year's worth of knitting uh, that you feel like you might sacrifice. And it's a great way to sort of build your confidence. Ooh, and she has directions for sewing and aligning too. So oh, your wow. fingers don't get caught in the, the floats on the back. Plus warmth. Yeah. That super really warm. Add, add to the warmth. So, um, so anyway, the saffron cardigan uh, by Nicolina. Um, another set of patterns I want to talk about was in triplicate, which is a um, a design project by Star Athena, Lee Meredith, and Shannon Squire, and they are it's a set of nine patterns knit in a. Sport weight yarn, I believe. Yes, it's a. What they did is they used Blue Moon Fiber Arts Gaia Sport, and it's it's a huge amount of yarn. Those big yarn skeins from Blue Moon Fiber Arts are like seven hundred yards. You got a few of those. Did, I did. Did you get Gaia Sport? Was that one of the ones? That no, you, no, no, that wasn't one of the okay. ones. But yeah, they're humongous skeins. So they were able, <clears throat> I think, out of a set of three. So they had three colors, and the the examples are in gray, red, and yellow. That's the color scheme they chose for the book. And I think out of three skeins, they were able to make three projects, right? You're able right. to get one project that's a, a solid color, one that's two a two color, and one that's a three color. And I love so many of these projects. Um, there's, um, I'll talk about the single color projects first, which are abscissa, which is a pair of fingerless mitts, Directrix, which is a very highly textured hat, and uh, Trisectrix, which is a shawl. And of those, I really love Abscissa. I love Directrix too, but um, I think I'm uh, Abscissa is just garter stitch, and they're sort of asymmetrical. I love that idea for the the mitts. I really um, like their color choice. Yeah, the color choice is unexpected. Yeah. I think of red and yellow as very uh, school colors, and so mm -hmm. I don't often want to put them together, as I think it's going to look like somebody's college or high school mascot. Um, but right. they, it really works. It's a brighter red. The two color patterns are Lemma, 
point of symmetry and transversal and that is transversal is a shawl uh lemma is a hat with a pom-pom and point of symmetry is another pair of fingerless mitts that i really love i love the striping and the way that the um the second color comes through the it's color work that is very unexpected it's not sort of your typical design that you see and then the three color um, designs are a hat called line segment and a pair of full mittens called in center that have it's garter stitch and um in it must be short row shaping in order to make these somehow the yeah. garter stitch runs um vertically so they must be knit side to side somehow it reminds me of my backgammon sweater yes it really does <laughs> But I really love the X-Intercept Cowl, which is three colors, and it's uh, heavily garter stitch uh, stripes, but there are uh, these blips, I don't know, are those carried or is that stockinette? I can't quite tell in the photograph what's happening there, but no, it's stockinette. Yeah, I think it's just textural changes. Yeah, it's just textural changes. Very simple, but really effective. And again, I think the color... Oh, and as I see this color, it is red, but it's a very pinkish Pink, red. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I really I, like the line segment hat. It has, um, it's like striped, but with like a diagonal. I don't even know how they did that. Maybe slipping to create yeah. a diagonal effect. It's very cute. Yes. It must be some sort of color flow. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, so I love this collection. Uh, the patterns are all about $5 each, but you can get all nine patterns for $20. It's just so really And if you deal. get three skeins of Gaia Sport, you can make eight of these projects. Oh, is that <laughs> what least. it says? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not an inexpensive yarn, though. I think I saw no. what it would cost to buy three skeins, and I was like, okay, I'm not probably not going to buy that right now. Right. Uh, but... Uh, and actually, they have um, the collections include 10% off. So if you buy the collection, you get 10% off your order of three skeins of Gaia Sport um, until January 31st of 2016. So you have a month to um, get the collection and then indulge in the yarn if you are uh, so inclined. Yeah. So that's like a little over $100 for, for nine, eight, eight, eight projects. Project, eight projects. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Oh, you're right. So, um, and then there was one more pattern collection that I want to talk about, which is from uh, Katya Frankel, who is another one of our feature designers um, for the hat knit along. And um, it is called Flatland. And um, it's very uh, geometric. Yes, I think Flatland like the um, the two G the you know the is it I think of it as a cartoon, but I believe it was also a book uh, where the yeah she says it's a novel called Flatland. It's a novel, right? And I've seen the cartoon. There are actually a couple of cartoons based on it, where um, there are two D objects and two D people, and they're seeing three D people for the first time and can't really remember it but i did watch it in the last 10 years um 
So it's like keeping on that idea of geometry. So there are geometric concepts in that. And it includes a pair of fingerless mitts, which I love. Um, which also uh, have the angle, you know, this the, the lines are kind of skewed based on your decreases and increases. Um, to create the thumb gusset. And yeah. to sort of shape around your wrist. And then um, Tesseract, which is a large cowl. Um, that um, uses um, chunky and also uses like an alternating garter stitch with um, stockinette stitch that is at angles so they're like triangles that come together but from different directions Um, and then uh, the last is a hat called vector that has a great um, texture pattern as well so this is a really lovely collection and actually Katya offered two copies of this um, collection and I'm going to use these as prizes for catching up with the prizes from the hat knit along which I'm now I think only three months behind on but I will (laughs) I know it will happen um (laughs) And um, and then we'll move on, hopefully, to every year I think, oh, here is a simpler way to do it. But um, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't always translate. But if you want to buy this collection, um, it is also a great deal. It says the single pattern is three fifty, but for all three patterns, a uh, three hundred. I'm sorry, three point five, three fifty Great British pounds, which is about five dollars and thirty cents. To get all three patterns, it's five twenty-five uh, Great British pounds, and um, that is—I don't have the math for that—but it's got to be less than ten dollars. Around eight dollars. So around eight dollars for three <coughs> patterns is a really good deal. I don't want to keep Jenny for too long because I can tell <laughs> she still has this cold. But I do want to talk about some of our upcoming plans for the year. You, you thought maybe you should save your money for stitches, but oh well. But that means we're planning on going to stitches. Yeah, We haven't really made any formal plan yet. Um, I have to see what the dates are to see if it's possible for me to go on that Friday. I might be off of work, so I might just be free and clear. Um which is exciting. I'm glad that we took that year off, actually. I think that uh, definitely kept my yardage numbers down. And I'm, of course, playing yarn bargaining with myself and thinking, okay, whatever yardage I finish between now and stitches, is that's my limit. The good news is, is I have a sweater that is like this far from being finished. So right there, off the bat, I'll have a thousand yards. I have a pair of socks that I'm half finished on. So right there, it'll be like 350 yards. So I, I have some immediate wins, hopefully. And then hopefully some other um, yarn will be finished out of my stash before then. Um, I also do a lot of thinking about trying not to buy yarn from vendors that I've already that I still have yarn in stash for. So I might try to keep on that. The good news is that means I can definitely buy from Dragonfly Fibers because I don't have any of her yarn in my stash right now. Yay. Have you given any thought to stitches or are you just thinking, woo, stitches? I'm just thinking, woo, stitches. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of been a stressful year, so I think going a little kablooey might be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or bad. Um, I mean, yesterday I was looking at my Flickr photos from, like, years past. And I was like, holy moly, I I had so much yarn at one point, like... Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> go back to that volume of yarn in my house. But you know, something else I've thought about doing is I pulled together this bag. I don't know where it went. This bag of yarn that I just really—I mean, it's nice, all really nice yarn, but I really just can't see myself ever using. So I've actually thought about selling it as a lot, basically like getting a bunch of yarns that I don't think I'm going to use, and just saying, okay, for a hundred dollars, you are getting like $300 worth of yarn and just sell it. Actually, I know somebody through work who sold her entire stash. I mean, her entire stash was not like our entire stashes. <laughs> I think her entire stash could fit like in a small container. But she said she just put it on Craigslist and said, here, come and get it for this amount of money. And she said somebody who was like a new knitter was like score and came and, and bought it. So I'm thinking about that as a good way to do a major de-stash. And also, I'd get a little bit of money to spend towards stitches. So yeah. there is that. That's the other thing. I, I do want to buy yarn for my sister-in-law's vest. But I do also want to keep, uh, you know, I want to I make sure I'm saving a little bit of money to spend it uh, at stitches. What Are you going to kind of go with projects in mind or...? I'm going to wait until like the week before, before right. making any of those determinations. I'm going to see what, what the first two months. I'm really doing some planning around my knitting. Like I said, I have the socks. I have the vest. Um, I'd like to knit. I have the skein of Miss Babs that I bought at the last stitches that, um, that we went to that I love. And I really would like to turn that into something before the next stitches. So I have some things I'd like to accomplish. And I just want to see like what's on the horizon at the towards the you know middle of end of February, what what are my next six weeks of knitting going to look like, and what what might I use immediately as opposed to stashing, which has always been my stitches issues. Is I buy stuff that gets added to the stash that doesn't necessarily immediately get used. So right, right, right. So that's <clears throat> that is uh, my goal. The other exciting thing is Jenny and I are going on a knitting retreat. Yay! We are going to the Northern California Knitting Retreat in um, in April. It was a little touch and go. Uh, we both sent in an application and they had limited spaces because I guess if you've been before, you have like first priority. So those people got in and there were only 10 spaces, I heard. Wow. And I got a space, but Jenny didn't get a space. And I was heartbroken because I couldn't <laughs> imagine going without you. And, uh, you know whatever it was but i felt like we should go together um and before some time shortly before christmas you got the word that there was space opened up and so that you could go too yay so i have already had warned my husband and child that this was happening <laughs> <laughs> and i'm excited because there's so many people who like Aaron and Monica, who we got to visit with last year on their way to the retreat. And once they went, I was like, oh, I had this total pang of wishing that I had signed up to go. Um, so I'm super excited to go. Gail and Charlene will be there. My friend Susan will be there. I'm sure other people that we know from Ravelry that we don't even, we're not even aware of uh, will be there. So it's really exciting. Um, so those are, we have some exciting things planned we have the kiss cow we have stitches we have everything's front loaded in the year 
Right. I, I kind of wish we had a bigger festival or something to look forward to, in like fall. in October. I know. Yeah. It just it just doesn't work out for us. It is always so warm here in the fall, so maybe February is the time. It'll be in the middle of El Nino. We're going to go down there in a total rain squall to stitches. That'll be good. It'll be awesome. We'll oh be my wearing gosh. so much knitwear. We won't hopefully <laughs> oh be like steamy. Although we yeah. have to remember not to wear like super heavy sweaters because we always get so hot. Yesterday we were headed out. John and I were headed out and I had on uh, hand knit socks. So the... Um, self-striping neon colored socks which didn't all match with anything else i was wearing which included this cascade 220 uh striped vest that i had knit on your knitting machine um (laughs) that that i sewn together and then just like knit the collar so but i still have it it's not really my style but it's great for keeping warm and then i had my um my campus jack my campus jacket oh my gosh i wear this all the time it is totally my wearable blanket it is made out of Toots LeBlanc, an Amy Christopher's pattern. I could not be happier with this sweater. I wear it every single day. I've decided I am not a peacoat person. I wish I do probably, I probably should put buttons of some sort, some sort of closure on this because today when I was walking around, I'm like, it's a little chilly. I should be covered up in the front a little bit more. <laughs> anyway, I had my campus jacket on and then I had my um, Holy Festival star shower cowl. So nothing came close to matching and john just looked at me he's like yeah thumbs up on knitwear dear and i was like (laughs) listen desperate times it did make me want to make myself a pullover which i really always thought oh i I don't really have the need for a pullover a knit pullover but i would like one i really like all my pullovers i I know when i saw you wearing your notre dame a uh, pullover at Kyle and Christopher's. I was like, "You are so lucky." Or John, <laughs> John was wearing the sweater I made him. Again, I was like, "Oh man!" And he was like, "Oh, you can wear it because we were in Sacramento. It was really uh, like the temperature never broke forty-five degrees, which is cold for California." And um, I had, long story short, I had forgotten to bring any sort of second layer. So oh he's like, you should, you should just wear wear the sweater. But it was too oversized. It wasn't quite, it didn't look quite right. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm going on. But it's been a long time since I've been able to talk about knitting this much. I also am thinking that I'd like to knit John another sweater this year. And I told Jenny, I think I want to do it in a fingering weight Elsa wool. So um, Sounds lovely. There are a lot of patterns from Brooklyn Tweed that are knit in, I think Loft is their fingering weight yarn. Mm-hmm. And Loft is a great yarn, but when I priced it out, it turned out that to buy the yarn from Elsa Wool was only like 12 maybe like $20 more than buying it the Loft. And it's just such a beautiful, lovely yarn. I just would really love to be able to knit a whole sweater in that, as you can attest to. Yes, it's great. I, I knit Narwhal out of a leftover skein of Elsa wool and it was so uh, it was so great to knit with. I love that yarn. That's reminded me of another yarn I just want to mention. I went on about um, the Lion Brand yarn, but the, another yarn that I really appreciated this year was Cascade Eco Wool. I'm, when I made that sweater for my brother, I think my assumption about that yarn was that it was going to be scratchy, 
and it could possibly be scratchy and unwearable, but it's very kind. It's a very kind yarn for being a more rustic end yarn, I think. And um, my brother was in Canada working for a couple of months, and he's like, man, did Canadians appreciate that sweater. (laughs) He's like, you just don't realize knitwear is so important until you're in Toronto. And everybody's like, oh, nice sweater. And I was like, oh, that's nice to know. That is awesome. So, yes. So there are things that I, a, a lot of things I'm feeling ambitious about. And I think my the key for me in the new year and always with my knitting is to not let my buying get too far ahead of my production. So I don't want to buy the yarn for John's sweater if I'm not really going to start knitting John's sweater. Like, I need to be serious about it. Sometimes I feel like planning too much can also paralyze you in a way. Um, Cause I, yeah, I was looking at this sweater pattern for Harold called Ranger. It's like a raglan sleeve, sleeved, uh, um, textured rib, uh huh, um, cardigan. And you know, I really want to make this sweater, but I have so many other plans. And then I think, when am I going to have time to knit all of this stuff? Right. Um, right. And then I get paralyzed and think, I should just make something small. <laughs> Ooh, I love this, Pat. I love this sweater. I want the sweater for myself. I know. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I love that texture pattern. Yeah. Um, I think... I think the key is balancing those things, right? To always have like room in your queue to just knit something on the spur of the moment. Right. And then have those long term. I mean, I think this is something we're always working on of like staying with the long term goals. Um, and then, or maybe like think, yes, I do want to knit a sweater for John this year, but I don't need to decide on the pattern at this moment like I can wait until I'm really feeling like I need it I really want to make it now this is the time to start this project right um because I did have my eye on a specific pattern it's called uh, Redford did I say that already um also from Brooklyn Tweed as I said and it was in the Brooklyn Tweed men volume one it's a Julie Hoover pattern um Ooh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, because John's not going to wear the uh, a pullover, but this is a... I'm sorry, he's not going to wear a cardigan. He'll definitely wear a pullover. And this has a very... It's got the little triangle at the top that makes it look like a sweatshirt. Right. And there's a little bit of text. There are these lines down the front. And I believe it's... I can't tell in any of these photographs because they're so stylized. It's stocking it, but I believe under the arms that might be garter stitch. But it's hard to tell because these patterns are so... Yeah, it's, it is. It's reverse stockinette, maybe. No, maybe not. Yeah, I'm, I'm like... I'm having a hard time. Yeah, you can't zoom in on that part. You, you can't zoom on that part. But it, it does... It gives you the impression of a difference. No, I think it's just stockinette. It looks like a gusset or something. It does. I And, yeah, I, I just... I like the way this looks. I have to say... I'm really getting old because I'm very, um, the Brooklyn tweed styling is a little much for me. Like every man is in a sweater that is way too small for him. (laughs) Like, let's be realistic. And this guy, it's only moderately small, but in that Ranger pattern, holy cow, that sweater could fit me. 
so um but i you know that said there's very attractive sweaters they just uh, the styling and sometimes i think this is the styling is more to benefit how um attractive this young man is than actually being able to see the sweater in great detail <laughs> so um it's nice that you know brooklyn tweed puts out so many menswear patterns though it is nice yeah, I'm sure there was definitely a a place on the market for that. And actually, this whole men's collection, the Brooklyn Tweed men, all uh, so many of these patterns are amazing. Um, but again, many of them are also too small for the model that is wearing them. <laughs> um, and beards. Yeah, um, beards are a big thing. They're still a thing. This they is two are. years ago, and still people with the beards. <laughs> so, get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, so, all right, we've kept Jenny from uh, her respite long enough. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for listening and sticking with us and being so awesome in our group. Our group members, and I think I said this last time, but I just want you to know how much I appreciate how everybody is just so positive. The feeling is just really positive in our group, and everybody just wants to sort of keep working together no matter what that means, and um, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it, even if I'm not always um, able to participate. But it's that time of year. It's time for my participation <laughs> to increase, so... Yay. Um, yes, happy so new year. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.